You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. This time, it's going to be about old dudes and people who are on fire. Yep, and also real chilly people. Just real frozy. They're frozen. <laughs> hey, Allison, you know what these victims need to do? What? Let it go. Eh? Oh, it's like a frozen joke. It's from Toy Story. Oh. Because, you know, when Toy Story, when they see the kids, they freeze. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened to these people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> So this was episode 19 of season four. It was called Synchrony. Uh, and here's the description from Netflix. <laughs> the agents search for answers when an elderly man uses a technology of the future to commit murder. You have to say it like, technology of the future. <laughs> future, 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 future. That's what it was. It was. It was I a thought- future murder. I thought it was going to be like that other old man future guy. Who? The Clem mm, Bitali. Nope. What was his name? No idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, God. The guy who died, and but he could tell the future. Is this an X-File? It was an X-File. Oh, come on. He, 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 he and Scully had a really... Oh, was he the... He was the dad from Everybody Loves Ray. Yeah, Rain. yeah, yeah, he was. What's um, What was his name? Uh, Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle was the name, but what was the X-Files name? What was his nom de plume in the X-Files? Earl? Uh-huh. <laughs> Goodbye, Earl. By the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> that was the episode. It's like one of the most famous episodes I Clive, cannot. Clive Brockman. Clyde, Clyde Bruckman. Clyde Bruckman. <laughs> final, final. His final repose. Repose. <laughs> I still don't know what a repose is. Like a repost. Like when you repost something repost on social it. media. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's too long to His read. His final repost. <laughs> Clyde Bruckman had a, a big influence on us. Yeah. And, al- and also the X-Files, because this episode is also about old men who can tell the future. Because they're from the future. Well, Clyde Bruckman wasn't from the future. He wasn't? What was his whole deal? I don't, if I can't remember the title of the episode, I guarantee you I can't remember what happened in it. I remember there's a fortune teller, and that's about it. I remember there was something about dirt and pie. There was something about and pie. dolls? And were there small... Was a small dog? There was... Mm, probably. Oh, I don't know. Let's just rewatch. Let's just stop now and start on episode one, season one, and go all hey, over again. Hey, hey, Courtney. Hey, what? No. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> We're ridding. Okay, let's talk about this guy is not Clyde Breckman, and he did not repose. No, he has a different name and a different thing. It's Doc Brown. Yeah. And he um he subtweets. That's his thing. <laughs> the final subtweet of Doc Brown. What's a subtweet? A subtweet is when you tweet about someone, usually something like shady, but you don't at them or you don't say their name. Oh. So it's like a, it's like a Facebook Facebook vague post kind of. I know vague post. But on Twitter. But on Twitter, so it's you don't It's a special tag them. name. It's called a subtweet. So I wish that someone I work with would stop clogging my toilet every time they come over to visit me and also watch a 90s TV show sometimes on Netflix. Okay. Well, that's rude. <laughs> That's not 140 characters, though, so I can't post it. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Doc Brown. Okay. Do, are we going to call him that for the whole episode? Why not? I don't know. I, do you remember his real, real name? No. Well, then, do you have anything else? Jason? <laughs> Earl? Toe Jam? Hey, what is Toe Jam and Earl? Is what it- were they? They were aliens? Yeah. They came from outer space. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Relevant. I feel like we need to tie those into our double X-Files um, mythos later on. <laughs> there are no aliens. 
Just the, there's the titular alien. There's the titular alien. His butt is very good. Yeah. Speaking of Double X-Files history, we need to go back. We need to pump the brakes a little and talk about predictions. Yes. We are tied 3-3, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Well, yes. now we are because I'm declaring it because we can't remember no, we are tied 3-3. Okay. You predicted that this episode, yeah. which is called syn- syn- Synchrony. Synchrony, was about Groundhog's Day. Yeah. And maybe aliens? Yeah. Neither of them. No. Just old I guys. I didn't get any points. So we're still 3-3. And as I posted on our Instagram, which is uh, at Double X Files on Instagram, uh, the stores around us have started putting out Halloween <gasps> candy, so it is time to get excited oh, and to boy. start thinking about what the winner's treat shall be. I want a pack of two hundo, two hundo what? Assorted candy. Yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> I have to see. I have to see. Okay. And we're not, and we're going for the you... sale candy, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. How do you feel about um, uh, Scarios? Scarrows. Scarrows. It's like arrows, but it's like, ooh, spooky. When you bite them, all the little holes have a ghost inside? Yeah. Ooh. And they come out of the ghost into you. Uh-huh. And they live inside of you for the duration of the Halloween season. And then you poop them out. Yeah. And then they go down the toilet. Sad ghosts. Oh, man. I don't... Hey, I don't like them anymore. Oh, okay. How about kid cats? But it's spelled C-A-T, and they're black cats kid cats okay so you eat them they're made up of ground up black cats that no one will adopt because they're black i thought you had said kid cats yes and i thought maybe they were kit cats made of children well it's see there's four bars in a kit cat every other one is a kid and every other now one i do is have to cat. stop you there uh because when it comes to halloween uh there are two bars in a kit cat oh because they're mini size mm-hmm. one kid one cat <laughs> Equal opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> How about coffin crisp? Oh, I love a coffin crisp. It's just made up of ground up. Now you know that's a people. real thing, right? What? Yeah, they really put out like. Oh, I thought you were goofing. Well, we were, but they do. <laughs> they do brand coffee crisps for Halloween as coffin crisp. Is it made out of dead things? No, it's just the name. Well, I always wondered how, like, when cemeteries filled up, because we have big cemeteries yeah. in, in Vancouver, like, what do they do? Do they put the coffins on top of each other? But now I know it, it's Cadbury, right? Yeah. Cadbury just digs up the bodies and grinds them up and layers them with some coffee and sells them on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And they go straight into your tummy. Now... Here's the thing, like I don't get that excited about all this Halloween candy. You don't? Or, or the Halloween variants of regular candy. Why? Motherfucker, I eat Count Chocula all year long. How do you do that? Well, it's just, it's around all year long. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's not seasonal. Oh. How about like Booberry and Fruit Brew? Well, they don't make those anymore. Oh, they don't? No, they just make Count, Count Chocula is the only remaining Halloween themed breakfast cereal and you can get it all year. <gasps> did you hear about the Frankenberry poop incidents? I did not. And I'm going to need to know about it right now. So when Frankenberry first came out, there was uh, like number three red dye. We don't use it anymore. But when kids were so excited about Frankenberry, they ate lots of Frankenberry and their poops turned out pink. (laughs) And so parents all over, oh, all over North America freaked out because their kids poop was pink and they couldn't figure out. And there was this one doctor who finally connected it to Frankenberry. That's amazing. Isn't that cool? That's so good. That, I think I listened to a um, Sawbones about that. Oh, cool. So maybe we should link that. But yes, it's very good. <laughs> so be careful. What color is your Count Chocula poop? Oh, it's just like regular brown. It's chocolate? Yeah, it's chocolatey <laughs> with a little ghost in it. Ooh. It's because you I'm ate I'm haunting the- your butt. <laughs> Because you ate the coffin, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what's haunting me? What? This episode. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> That's a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Brown. Yeah, there's a couple of goobers walking around this university. They're in love. They're in love. They're arguing like two louvers. Um, One has a very smart letterman jacket. Yeah, and he's got lots of papers. And then this guy knocks the papers out of his hands. And he says, give me a dollar. <laughs> Wait, he didn't say give me a dollar. No. He just gave him a dollar. Just gave him a dollar. Can I it's... can I tell you a deep dark secret? What? I thought the jackets were called Letterman jackets because David Letterman <laughs> ma- made them popular. 
Oh boy! Why are they? Is that why also people in in high school on football teams would uh, would wear really big shoes? <laughs> and they would throw it over to Paul. Yeah, just like all the time. I'm ready to play football. Really big shoes. <laughs> I'm ready to play football. I've got my Letterman jacket. I got my really big shoes. Um, I'm about to throw it to Paul. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Is it really called Letterman Jackets because they have a letter? I think man? so. I don't. I don't know. The Letterman. I'm not sure. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, David Letterman bits was when he he sent multiple Spider Men into a Jungo Juice. <laughs> <laughs> you just send him more Spider Men. You got it. It was very good. Just keep throwing Spider Men. Oh, problems. David, we miss you. Yeah. Well, not. I mean, he's probably pretty problematic about something oh for sure yeah doubtless old man <laughs> old man doubtless. in the media yep can't can't even be surprised anymore let's talk about this other old guy Fine. who's problematic he comes and he says marty you you gotta you gotta the marty in the six, parking lot at the middle of the night marty the <laughs> car you gotta get in and drive 69 miles per hour marty <laughs> what's 69 <laughs> hey nice though nice <laughs> uh he says that one of the boys is going to get hit by a bus. At exactly something 46. 11. Is it 11? 11. They're late. They are studying late. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were doing a study and then they came out and they're arguing. Oh, man. Now, we've just started and I already have so many questions. <laughs> Do you? What questions can you possibly have? This is the worst possible way for this guy to come back in time and try to get this guy to save this other guy's life. A bus is going to hit him at 11.46 and you have to prevent that from happening? Well, it should be pretty easy. Yeah, but there's so many much easier options. What are easier options? Just, like, prevent him from even going in that direction. Oh, you mean going, like, very, like, like coming like back outside even outside of that moment. Like, instead of 11.45, going back at, like, noon. Yeah. And buying the guy lunch. Yeah. And then kidnapping him and keeping him in your car. Or what? just hitting on him and uh-huh. buying him drinks and uh-huh. then you're having a romance. With your younger boyfriend? Well, he's already they're already into each other. She's an so. older okay. version okay. of him. Okay, I get it. I get it. Maybe he's into old dogs. Huh? Maybe. 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 Yeah, you're right. This isn't the best plan. But maybe like time travel is hard. So he didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> I'm not willing to give these people the benefit okay, of the doubt. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, he can't save this man. Yeah. This man, he, uh, he says, you got to prevent him from being hit by a bus. And then the campus police come. And arrest the old man. But they can't do that. Why did they Why did they do that? I don't know. He's drunk. They're like, You're come drunk. with us. You're drunk. And so they, okay. I guess so. They can't do that, Hey, though. campus police can't do shit they to you. They can't do shit to you. They can't do shit, and you should know that. So if you get a parking ticket on a campus, you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. No. And if they're like, hey, stop that. Do what whatever you want. Do? Who gives a shit? They're campus police. Fuck the man. <laughs> <laughs> they're one step below mall cop. And you know we have lots of respect for mall cops. Oh, you know how we feel about mall cops. <laughs> Slash all cops. Ooh. <laughs> not good <laughs> not a good not a good the boy the boy the man who is in trouble bus trouble he drops his papers and then a bus hits bus him. trouble he's in bus trouble he's in bus trouble so the younger doc brown goes and tries to grab him but ends up pushing him yeah and then the bus driver's like you push him because he was trying to save his life well, really, this is Vancouver, so there was one bus that went by yeah. without murdering him because it was full. Exactly. And then a second bus came five minutes late and then murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I don't get about it is just like, oh, man, he dropped his books and his papers in the gutter and it was like so wet, like it was like standing water. I would have been like, fuck it. At that point, you just are, you are like, fuck it. Like, you're not, there's no coming back from that. No. You get a new book, you reprint your notes. Like, it's, yep. you didn't write those longhand. I mean, maybe they did. Well, it that's was his the own 90s. fucking fault then. <laughs> you didn't read, did you, in cl- your university classes, you didn't write notes in your own hand? Yeah, but if I lost them, I'd be like, that's fine. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I still have some of my university notes. They're so precious to me. Oh, I destroyed everything except for uh, assignments that I got good comments on. Oh. I kept those. Well, that says something. To boost my ego. That says something about you. Yes. (laughs) Allison has a box under her bed of like sticky like uh a plus plus with a really good job sticker on them yeah i can't remember if i kept the poem where my professor wrote too orgasmic on it but ooh, you should have that should be on your fridge <laughs> I know. i'll I... put that on my fridge hopefully that's somewhere that's good i never got good stuff like that no no they were just like adequate yep that's me <laughs> that's me mrs adequate it's my husband mr adequate nice to me i took his name I thought it was like like Ada quit. No. First name Ada, last name quit. That's also very, very good. Yeah, thank you. Next time I have to come up with a incognito per- persona, that will be it. Oh, good. I like it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he dead. Yeah, that guy died. <laughs> good news to bad rubbish. I said the watch did the crime. Oh, yeah. Because when the guy died, the the, the other man, the doc, younger Doc Brown, looks at his watch and it's the right time. It's got the end to glow. Yeah, it's 11.46, and he's like, what? And then there's a music sting. Because there's just like every scene in this is punctuated by a music sting. It's at, never been so noticeable. At really inopportune times as well. Yeah. Like every time Mulder, I don't know, makes a shitty joke. Opens his mouth. Wow. Yeah, every scene in this seemed to end with a punchline and a music sting. So young Doc Brown yeah. goes yeah. to jail because yeah. he pushed the bus drivers wait wouldn't you like i don't know indict the bus driver that, <laughs> the bus was the weapon <laughs> but the other guy pushed him courtney I, but there's no evidence of that courtney here's the thing though it's very stupid <laughs> this episode very bad because let me what did that guy go to jail it doesn't make any there's no proof. It's just, it, it is it's, literally, okay. No, 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 no. Let me, let me break it down. Okay. Okay. Picture it. Mm-hmm. We're in a room. Okay. There's a third person. Who would you like that third person to be? Uh, I feel like it should be your husband. Okay. We are going to murder this person though. Is that okay? Oh, in that case, maybe not. Maybe my husband. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> He's good. Cause we have an emotional connection to him. There's a knife. Okay. I have the knife in my hand. I'm, I'm becoming increasingly uncomfortable. I maybe chop some carrots. Okay. It's long. It's sharp. Yeah. And you see a wasp. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no, Colin's going to step on the wasp. So you push him into my knife. Who did the murder? <laughs> I say that was no, a- I have to be actively walking, though. I'm not yeah. standing. I have to be, like the bus, actively and walking. And I'm... Push him because I see a wasp. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to get that wasp before it stings him. him. You got you to save him. he's deathly allergic. Um, he just puffs up real good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I give him a little push. So the murder weapon is the knife and it is in my hand. Okay. But you did push him. So who would... Am I going to jail? <laughs> Who would go to jail? I feel like everyone should go to jail. <laughs> the Wasp, Allison, Courtney, all three of us. Because then it's your word against mine. Oh, God. And you know what I would do? A hundred percent blame you. Oh, yeah. I would be that bus driver. Like, samesies. <laughs> I'd be like, I didn't do shit. She just stabbed him. I don't know what happened. <laughs> then you know what the police would have to do? What? Bring the Wasp in. <laughs> I got a little guy. I just, uh, I was just in there. I was just minding my business. Allison totally did it. <laughs> I'm on Team Courtney. <laughs> she takes care of me. <laughs> she loves my kind. Um, but that's a good question. Like, if the bus did the murder, why isn't the bus in jail? Because you know, I always have this question of like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. When you're a driver uh-huh. and there are pedestrians doing. Sh- stupid shit or, yeah. or bike drivers doing stupid shit yeah. like they do have the right away but sometimes you see um people who walk in the middle of the road or in the middle of the highway or there's even a case in in england of two sisters who literally ran out into the highway and yeah. got hit by buses so 
Like, who's at fault? Well, I think this is where we, like, get into the differences between, like, first degree, second degree, and manslaughter. Oh, yeah. Okay. So why is... Hey, why isn't the bus driver indicted for anything? I Minimum manslaughter. Courtney, the answer to your question, and you're not going to like this, uh? is poor writing. <laughs> <laughs> because... I mean, did the guy push? Did he push him? He didn't push him. No, he's trying to save his life. This episode is flawed from the beginning because the bus driver needs to go into jail. He probably paid off some cops. Huh? Well, yeah, it's also flawed because those those campus officers arrested that man and they cannot do that. And also there's a bus full of um, witnesses. Yeah. Who would be like, oh, this bus driver full on ran into this guy. Okay, you know how it should have ended? How? The bus driver go... Wait, let's do the theme song first. Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shed the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear, Courtney and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended if you weren't so fucking bad at writing. The bus driver goes to jail. For manslaughter. Yeah. Because he killed that guy. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Anyways, young Doc Brown is in jail because this is stupid. And (laughs) There's no evidence. He says, well, it's actually a video I think that Mulder and Skelly are watching. But he says, if I was going to kill him. Do you think this is how I do it? Okay, well. Okay, oh, OJ. Maybe like, that. Write a fucking book about it after you get out of jail. But don't say that. Maybe that's why he, sent to j- he was sent to jail. He just because kept- he said if I was going to kill him. And I was going to kill him. <laughs> he was just implicating himself. But I like, the other thing that I like is that he says, if this is how, if I was going to kill him, do you think this is how I do it? And we happen to know, in fact, that no. How he'd actually do oh, it. Oh, how'd he do it? Is to go back in time and try to convince himself to kill his, to save his friend and then fuck it up and kill him. Oh my God. No, no, no. Well, no, because he came, old man, Doc Brown, came back in time to save the guy. Oh, he yeah. wanted to save but the guy. But he failed. But he failed because he's a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's just a... Just a big old nerdlinger. Big old ginkler. Ginkler? Ginkler, yeah. <laughs> okay. There's just... There, a ginkler is a nerd, but, like, it turned up to 11. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, Mulder and Scully are like, well, this is, uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a quote, by the way. That's a quote. And they go to the morgue where the uh, campus... Uh, officer is and he froze he got ice yeah he got iced bad but not in the murder way in the icy way yeah he's frozen to death oh boy Um, and then Mulder is like I wonder what would happen if I put my tongue to his skin and he did he got stuck and he got stuck and why don't I have to talk about how this guy has gin under his seat yeah they said that's his business they said that oh this guy it almost, it was victim blaming. Yeah, they're like, he had a bottle of gin under his seat. That's he why was- he froze to death magically. <laughs> they they were saying that, oh, well, he was a drunk anyway. So we don't have to feel bad for this man. <laughs> exactly. Because he, he had some gin. Which is, as we all know, a crime. Because <laughs> if it's a crime, lock me up. <laughs> you know my new drink of choice this year? What? You take a lemon rattler. And you put two shots of gin in it. Oh, God damn. It's so good. I gotta get one of those. Guy, you know what, though? I think I have a problem because I can't drink beer any other way. (laughs) You can only drink beer when it has gin in it. Yeah. Okay. Or just extra liquor. (laughs) 7% is not enough for me and my my problems. (laughs) For me and my problems? It's summertime problems, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I would... That is the drink of this. I had a recently, because um, this is the beer corner now. Um, <laughs> Hi, I, welcome to the beer corner. <laughs> welcome. I had a lemon mandarin rattler. A lemon. The other night, I had what? two two glasses, and then I was sitting by the bar, and the tap sprayed beer on me, so I got a third glass for free. Because that's just how my life is. Hey, Allison, yes. did you like 
whack the tap a little bit. <laughs> like, whoops. Oh, sorry. Ooh, my that's bad. your that's your scheme now. You go around to bar- bars around town, just get sprayed. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. You got... Oh, oh what are you guys running a wet t-shirt contest here? I need a free beer. <laughs> Why? Who makes that? Do you know? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. Damn, damn, damn. I want some of that, but with some gin. It would so be really I good can, with some gin. So I can forget this Get episode. Those botanicals in there. Mm. <laughs> what happens next? <laughs> I don't know. I drank it away. Um, this is when... Okay, I get it. I get it. This is when Mulder makes shitty jokes mm-hmm, about being mm-hmm, frozen, mm-hmm. and then there's musical stings that are inappropriate to the jokes. <laughs> and also, Mulder comes to young Doc Brown and he says, "Tell me about your research." Yeah, and your research is about freezing people, mm-hmm. cryogenics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the guy like asks about talks about the old man. Um, and Mulder's like, we haven't seen the old man, and we haven't talked to the old man, and the man who allegedly detained the man you described is now dead, which is a terrible sentence that's too long and bad. Yep. Did you write the whole sentence down? I did. I apologize for that crime that the X-Files made you commit. Thank you. Now, here's mm, my question. Ah, yes. Why did the old man kill that security officer? Uh. What was the benefit? Why would he do this thing? He was like, he was new Hitler. The security officer was new Hitler. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, hey, you know how if you are a time traveler, yeah. you got to kill Hitler. Yeah. Okay. So old man Doc Brown, he's going back to the 1990s. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't have enough energy to actually go back to the 1930s and kill Hitler. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to kill the next Hitler. Okay, okay. And that's this security man. <laughs> the next Hitler. I'm going to give a book recommendation. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, <laughs> they're the only narrative I en- have enjoyed so far of the like, quote unquote, let's kill Hitler genre. Yeah. Uh, is a book called Making History uh, by Stephen Fry, who, yes, is very shitty in some regards. Yes. Uh, but may I say uh, many regards. Many regards. But this book I really enjoyed uh, when I read it when I was in college because it has um, a gay protagonist and a gay love story that has a happy ending. And what? And no one dies and they're gay? Yeah. Wow. So it's about killing Hitler? Yeah. Wow. They um they uh, create a, a way that they can go back and basically like poison the well water um in his mother's village so yeah. that he was never born. But then a worse guy emerges. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So I don't usually like those stories because it's usually like what it comes down to is white men writing stories of what if we were oppressed? <laughs> but like that new Netflix show. Exactly. That people think is a very good idea. Yeah. Oh. No. Bad idea. Um, good. 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 Yeah. Good. Good recommendation. Thanks. Anyway, that's why that guy died. Yep. Or it was an accident. I don't know. I don't. No, it's not. You don't accidentally jab someone with like a hypothermic needle in your little metal thing. He just you don't... bumps. He just bumps right into it. No. Okay, let's let's do another scenario. Okay. There's three people. You, okay. me, and my husband. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a hypodermic needle. Yeah. I trip. I'm going to fall into one of you. I push him into the way. There you go. That's not what happened here. Oh, okay. Fine. He killed him on purpose. I tried. The big thing is young Doc Brown yeah. falsified some case studies and the other guy who died, who got hit by the bus... Knew about it, was going to tell everyone. Was going to reveal the truth. Yeah. And so if he did that, the grant money that young Doc Brown was going to receive would dry up, and he couldn't continue his studies. Yeah. So the old Doc Brown came back to make sure that bus murder boy wasn't bus murdered, but he didn't do a very good job. So that he could be like, hey, this guy did a bad thing, and then their research would never come to fruition. Yes. So many things are unclear. Um, oh. oh boy. Okay, so uh, let's talk about the lady scientist. Yeah, I like her a lot. I have a lot of beefs about her, her, her where she sits in this plot. Well, beef it up. Okay, give me so, some beefaroni. Uh, basically, um, Jason, the young Doc Brown, 
Is that what's his name? Yeah. Okay. Uh, his um, research partner and Jeef is... Um, what? Jeef? 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 Girlfriend? Oh. Uh, is uh, also working on this research, this cryobiology research. And actually, she's the one who falsified the data. And she's the one who's making all of the big strides in their research. And she's the one in the future who eventually, you know, cracks the code and figures out what to do. Um, and this asshole takes it upon himself to come all the way back from the future to prevent her from achieving her goals. Yep. Because it's just, it's his choice. It's just up to him now what happens to her. But what if... He's He's the hero of this story, Courtney. Do you get that? He is the hero of this story for going back in time to prevent this woman from making scientific advances because he feels they're wrong. Mm. That makes me feel bad inside. Yes, because he is the hero, and she becomes the villain. But it's really, it's really swampy, though. Like I didn't. Why? Mm. And everything that he says and does is just justification for this crusade about him feeling like she should never have, like this was a bad idea, and she should never have done it. And he knows like the best about the future, and. Why didn't she come back if it was so bad? Exactly. That's my question. Why is this his story? Oh. Why is it his story and not her story? Why does he have the agency? Because they would never have a lead old woman. Well, yeah. And that's the thing is I'm shocked they've even made a woman scientist. (laughs) Except I guess they made it a woman scientist so that they could have a romance. Yeah. Because we didn't want any gay stuff in here. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting question. So why don't why not streamline it and just have her trying to stop herself? Well, again, because they don't either they feel like that's a story that they can't relate to and so they didn't even think to write it. Mm-mm. <laughs> or they find this more compelling. Hey, just quick poll. Did you find this more compelling? No. Me me neither. So there you go. <laughs> Little Wasp, did you find it more compelling? I didn't. Three votes to zero. I want more female-led stories. Thank you. I want to see women heroes. Uh Uh-huh. Good job. Little Wasp. Thanks. (laughs) This is stupid. Yeah, so that's kind of, that was the vibe I was getting on. That was your beef. Yeah. You were brewing up a big beef. Yeah, I was brewing a a big (laughs) beef. I was brewing a big beef, which is what I say when I jerk it. Oh, I thought it was a fart joke. Oh, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is a problem. Why does this man need to think? That's my whole question about this episode is just why is it his story? Well, hey, it is now, unfortunately. And the next murder he is going to do is of another man. Yeah, a scientist man. Scientist man who is in a hotel. Yeah. And his, I don't know, his thing is he didn't get a a reservation? Yeah, it's some whole, I don't, that's just like stupid stuff. It doesn't matter. Okay. And old man Doc Brown takes him into the hotel room and is like, I need a drink of water. And ba-bam. Ba-bam. Here's a freezy. You're dead now. And he's a frozy. And then they try to bring him back to life. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Let's talk about that because that was the best part of this episode. So the, um, uh, the, the scientist walks us through the idea that basically like this form of freezing, um, it has a different effect on the molecules like inside of you so that they can more easily be brought back to life. It's like making I- ice cream. Yeah. So <laughs> like making, freezing a body mm-hmm. is like making ice cream. Okay. When you make ice cream, if you mixed up all the ingredients of an ice cream mm-hmm. and you put them in the freezer, do uh-huh. you know what would happen? What? The ice crystals would get too big. Okay. And so when you lick it, it the texture's not right. Mm. It's all, it's all, it's, I, the ice crystals make it all bumpy and icy and you don't like it. Okay. That's why you need to slowly freeze it while mixing it so that breaks down the ice crystals so when you lick that ice cream, it's nice and smooth. Ooh, like a little soft serve. Exactly. So what they're doing is making soft serve humans. Mmm. For our cons- con- consuming. 
consumption. Because if you lick a human that you've just frozen, it's going to just be all spiky and freezer But burn. if you stir it while freezing. If you put your human in your Cuisinart ice, uh, ice cream maker, mm-hmm. uh, which you've set in the freezer for 24 hours minimum. Okay. And you just kind of press it in there. Yes, it will break up all the human ice crystals and you'll just have a very good soft serve human meal. Now, I will say this man did become extremely soft serve and then very crispy serve. Yeah, this was the best part of the episode. They, um, so they tried to reheat him. Um, oh, they just put him in the microwave. Put him in the microwave. They put a wet paper towel over his body <laughs> so he didn't splatter because Jones from accounting hates it when microwaves get dirty because he just cleans it every week and then they get body in it. making a human again? Oh, boy. And then the smell. Oh, boy. Ugh. Um, It's common courtesy not to cook your humans in a microwave because other people (laughs) are using it. And then the lunchroom smells like cumin. Yep. Yep. You got a beef there, huh? Yeah, I do have a beef. It's just a beef. It's some enemies. Well... (laughs) No, in so the only staff microwave in my school is in the staff room, mm-hmm. which is hosted by let's see, three, four teachers in there. Mm-hmm. And I am deathly allergic to a shellfish. Oh, and there are people who come in and they cook uh, prawns, and it just splatters everywhere. Mm. And so it's just, and it just, just sm- sm- smells like prawn leavings. Can I tell you like a weird thing about my office? What? Um, anything that you cook in the kitchen, yeah, you can smell in the stairwell <gasps> about five minutes later. Oh, and like heavily. Is it the ghost of the food? Yeah, I think that the the ghost the ghosts of the food that's being microwaved um, leave through a vent and go into the stairwell. Well, that's like um, we have a neighbor who cooks really really i think she's um filipino mm-hmm. and she when she cooks when she has her fish fry or where she when she cooks you can smell it in our bedroom oh and wow only our bedroom so it smells of like fish and um garlic and it smells so good <laughs> and then when she cooks up a big breakfast we wake up in the morning and we just smell our neighbors oh food my god and we're like, no we're gonna go eat our cold cereal do you mm-hmm. love cereal I mean, you love your fucking grape nuts. I just rather have what she's having. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Maybe I'll just crawl through the hole that I made and just steal some. The bee hole? <laughs> Excuse me? The hole for your. Oh, my bees. Yeah. My bees hole? No. Your no, no, bees no. hole. I'm my sorry. Bees... My bad. My bees hole and my bee hole are two <laughs> separate things. <laughs> no, that goes outside. It doesn't go into her house. Oh. I'll make it go into her house, though. Okay. Just crawl around and take food. Just like a borrower. Yep. <laughs> just, a, just a five foot seven borrower. <laughs> 160 pound borrower just oh going through cabinets. <laughs> Smells so good. Okay. The guy. Oh, we never even talked about the fucking. We no. didn't talk about the so guy. They, okay. they try to warm him up and then he gets too warm. He gets on fire yeah so they actually do bring him back quote unquote to life uh and then immediately he burns to oh, death oh the body work is really he, uh, good he, he becomes a flame he he blisters and then he just bursts into flames and you can see the shock and horror on the on the doctors and scully and Mulder's faces and you can see the arms on fire just waving around and the next shot is our our friend friend of the friend of the show rough tough mcbuff stuff the fireman <laughs> yes He's our background boy. Yeah. Got the good mustache. He put out this body fire. Yeah, he did. And you can see it is burnt to a crisp. It is just extra crispy. Can a body do that? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Spontaneous human combustion? Oh, no. That's X-Files shit. Hmm. Well, we do have a lot like a candle wax fat in us, right? We can be a wick. Yeah, we've got candle wax fat. <laughs> that's yeah. what I've got. Candle wax fat? Petting my tummy. <laughs> Uh, I went to Bed Bath and Beyond and got the the candle, the uh, Yankee Candle body wax. <laughs> mm. Hey, if you were a Yankee Candle, what would you smell like? Um, probably those like really lame ones they make for men, mm. like garage, <laughs> garage, garage, <laughs> trash. I would smell like 
You know when a banana is just, it's it's still edible, but you don't really want it because it's kind of squishy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and it's I like, would, you can smell it. You get smell. That would be my smell. Nice. Overripe banana. <laughs> but I like that because that's two sides because that means it's time for banana bread. Yeah. And, and that's a good thing. What, what would you smell like? Library book. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Library book pages. I think that's my smell. Oh, I like it. Mm. Mm. What's your smell, Space Cadets? Please tell us. <laughs> Please tell us. Double X Files podcast at gmail.com. Maybe the candle's already out there. Yankee Candle, they, they're they good at making candles. Stuff. They're making a lot of candles. Sponsor us, Yankee Candle. What do you think the podcast would smell like? Oh. Dead human. Play-Doh. Fri- fried human. Homemade Play-Doh. Homemade Play-Doh. Just salt. That's very apt. Uh-huh. I really like it. I used it. to love to eat that shit. Ew. What? My mom used to make homemade Play-Doh. I ate it by the handful. Uh. It's explaining a lot about me, isn't it? Yeah. Homemade Play-Doh is just like... It's just like salt and flour and stuff. <laughs> you used, did you use to she like She had to start it? making it non-colored. Oh, because the Cause color. she would put the dye in it, and uh-huh. then she, so she started making it just, like, naturally colored, and uh-huh. I would still eat it, but at least I wouldn't be eating as much dye. <laughs> Why didn't she stop you? How old were you? Oh. Even I knew there were Play-Doh sets where you make pizza, and I even I knew you don't eat the pizza. Courtney, it tasted good. It tastes like salt yes! and flour. <laughs> well, for lunch, that's what we make You know how today. people have a sweet tooth? I have a salt tooth. Do you? Yeah, it's made of salt. Nah. I have a question. Okay. So when you need to do that snack, the snacking. Yeah. Do you end with salty or do you begin with salty? And do you go salty, sweet, salty, sweet? Oh, yeah. I, um. That's important. I think I usually start with salty and I like to, yeah, mix it up. See, I get that perpetual, like, salty, sweet. Oh, I got to go back to salty yeah, again. totally. Then I got to go back to sweet. Then I feel sick. If, but if you get a treat that's salty and sweet... There you go. Then you just you binge on that. And just keep eating that entire bag. That's your night. It's your whole deal. Let's talk about the vag. Uh, tell me about tell me about the vag, Courtney. It's a building in Vancouver. That's not very exciting. It's bit and, big and blocky. It is very big and blocky. And made out of marble. Yeah. And there's lots of fun inside. <laughs> We're talking about the art museum. The Vancouver Art Gallery colloquially known to vancouverites as the vag which is uh what's the the burnaby one's called the bag yes which is also pretty good i like it what because our um basically our big 420 celebrations are usually held out in front of the vag um and then i enjoy <laughs> nice joy people hearing uh hearing about people going to smoke out the vag <laughs> only in vancouver folks yeah <laughs> so lady scientist lisa yeah she is being followed by old man Winter. Doc. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, because he freezes. He- <laughs> Allison made a good one. I didn't even think about that. You did? No. It just came to yeah. you. Oh, what a natural you are. You should be so <laughs> proud of yourself. Old man Winter. Old he- man Winter. He coming. He coming. <laughs> For her, for Lisa. So Lisa is like looking behind her shoulders, like, "Oh no, here he comes!" Yeah. And so he, she traps her, and she, she traps him in the vag. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, "Hey, you're following me," and she's like, "No, you're following me." And she's like, "Who are you? Do I know you?" And he's like, "I was gonna kill you, but now, I can't. But now I, I cannot. I cannot kill you, he ma'am. Is, he has murderial dysfunction." <laughs> can't get his hypodermic needle up do you take killagra for that yes yes you do <laughs> you're on fucking fire <laughs> thank you you're like you we started out a little cold and got on fire just like that guy just like that one guy just like that dead man <laughs> good job oh thank you you're gonna burst into flames aren't you yeah that's, that's how we live leave this plane of existence that's how fucking hot i am um can uh hey yeah Mulder explains to Skelly his theory. Yeah. Which is correct. Yeah. Which is that old man Winter is actually Lucas? J- uh, Jason? 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 Jason. Uh, and from the future. From the future who is trying to stop something. Yeah. And Scully's like, and I'm my own grandpa? 
Yes. She makes her own grandpa joke. She does. There was a movie with a song that was talking about how you're your own grandpa. Do you remember? No. I think it was from the... What's one of those redneck comedy fest people? Oh. You might be a redneck. Jeff. Foxworthy. Yeah. Do not speak ill of Jeff Probst in this podcast house. Sorry. How dare you? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Jeff Foxworthy. They think he was in. My father, Jeff Probst. <laughs> you have a lot of dads. I do have a lot of dads. Anyway. Like Mulder. Is he our dad? No. No, Mulder has a lot of dads. Oh, he does have a lot of dads. Well, someone need his dads need to sit him down. Take a seat, Mulder. Talk to your dads because what you were doing is wrong. And yeah. Bad. Because he's just explaining to Scully, like, the entire plot of the episode. Now, is he explaining? N- uh, no. <laughs> what is he doing? Mansplaining. Well, isn't it like she wrote a thesis okay. on quantum theory? She yeah. wrote a thesis on quantum theory, which confuses me because I thought she was a medical doctor. Yeah, I don't think the people that write this show or create this show or produce this show know shit about shit. <laughs> Um, which is, I think, the problem. Or maybe Scully is multifaceted. Maybe. Like, maybe she is. But I didn't think he used quantum physics when you, like, popped a cyst. <laughs> which is one thing that well, doctors do. But here's know. what you didn't realize huh? is that there's an entire other universe in that cyst. Ooh, that's why it's so poofy, though. <laughs> that's why all that, that's what all that pressure is. Um, yeah, so she wrote, Scully wrote a paper, a thesis on quantum physics and actually touched on the implications of time travel and if yeah. that's possible. And Mulder's like exp- explaining, Mulder, a psychologist, is explaining this thesis to her, a doctor, yes. her own thesis to her and using her words basically against her. And she's like, no, no, no. I know what I wrote. That was like when I was 23 and I concluded that it's not possible. Like as humans, our human bodies would not be able to do the thing that is this brain exercise, basically. Yeah. But Mulder's just like, but what if it could happen? He sucks. Yeah. What happened next? Um, oh, by the way, this is that moment every episode that we hate where Mulder suddenly knows exactly what the plot is um, out of nowhere and is correct. So if we, you know, we could just stop watching the episodes. (laughs) We just halfway through, we know that when Mulder figures it out. Mulder's like, oh, yeah, this is what happens. You're like, oh, okay, cool, 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 stop, see ya, do a podcast, done. We don't have to guess the rest. Yeah, it's not good. This is when someone's jerking it. Old Man Winter. Old Man Winter is jerking it, right? He's in his... uh... And we find out he has frozen himself. Yes. And now he's getting real hot, so he has to keep freezing himself. Yeah. Or he will burst into flames. Yeah. And he's also jerking it. Yeah, he's also jerking it in his his room. And this is when we find out after the jerking it scene, which Mm -hmm. is very vivid, um, we find out via Mulder that Jay... Is it Jason? Yeah. Oh, God, I fucking don't know his stupid name because it doesn't matter to me and my life. Uh, (laughs) Jason is, his research is on, wait, shit. Cryobiology. Cryobiology. Uh, Cryology. Lisa's research in the future. Mm -hmm. She meets with a man who talks about the subatomic particle. Tachyons. Ooh, you're, ooh. Are those a real thing? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Not relevant to me in my life. Um, That these subatomic particles can move back in time, but only for a few seconds and only when it's absolute zero. Yeah. So this gives Lisa in the future an idea of, well, we have this ability to freeze bodies. So if we freeze a body, we can technically move it back in time. Mm -hmm. That's the... Hey, that's the thing. And Lisa did that. Yeah. So I just, do you want to just like go through the ending? Yeah, yeah, let's. So Mulder and, oh God, Mulder goes to the research faculty. Yes, they're uh, with Jason because he gets Jason out of jail. There is a man reading California, California magazine. 
What articles are in there? Just like the Beach Boys. What are they up to? <laughs> Those seals on the San Francisco pa- Pier. What's what's up with them? Best waves to shred. <laughs> Mexico. California's pants? <laughs> huh? Hey, hip is jorts. <laughs> it is jorts. They are jorts. So, yeah, uh, Mulder takes Lucas, and Lucas... No, I saw Lucas. No, Jason. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Jason, and Jason scans his hand, and California Adventure Guy goes, Wait a minute. You're already here. You're already in the building. <laughs> whoa, 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 what? <laughs> so the old old man Winter's here, and he's... Yeah. So... Getting all his bits and bites. Yeah. Old man Winter's actually destroying all the evidence, all the Yeah, he's hacking all the Gibsons and <laughs> destroying all of the research that they've done. As a research assistant tells Mulder, the research <laughs> is totally whacked. Yes. Uh, we forgot to mention. What? Old Man Winter did kill Lisa. <laughs> After he jerked it. Oh, yeah. He I was like, I came that. back to kill you, but I couldn't do it because I love you. And she's like, words. And then she. She, she frees. He does freeze. He frees her. But she's okay now. Yeah. They put her in a piss bath. <laughs> They unfreeze her, they bring her back to life, and then she has to exist in this piss bath yeah, forever. forever and ever. Which I'd rather die, uh, honestly, frankly. Yeah, if you put me in a piss bath, I'd be like, mm, over it. But doesn't every bath just turn into a piss bath? What? I mean, really, if you bath, if you bathe long enough. You pissing in your bath, my friend? I mean, it's warm. And if it takes a long time. Because... You can piss in the shower. You don't piss in the bath. <laughs> this is a little what comes out. Okay. You telling me as a kid you didn't piss in your baths? You probably pissed in your bath. I remember trying to, but not being able to do you it. You tried to? <laughs> no, I didn't mean I try to. I just, it just lets it happen. That's why I don't take a lot of baths. I know I have a problem. <laughs> well, like, even as a kid, like, people would pee in the ocean, and I would, they'd always be like, just do it. It's fine. Um, and I would try, and I wouldn't be able to. I'm very pee shy. Oh my god. I'm very shy about where I wow, pee. Wow, okay, okay. Did we get too deep? Do you pee in the shower? No. Okay. Do you wait? Yeah. Do you pee before or after? Well, it depends how badly you have to pee. Interesting, interesting. I don't, I, I will tell you, I take extremely short showers. Oh, I pee for, I, or I mean shower for 10 I've got minutes. no time to waste. I pee at least twice in the shower. That's how, <laughs> that's how well, long Well, because after doing. you pee, you have to shower longer. Uh-huh. And then you pee again, you gotta uh-huh. shower even longer than that. Yep. <laughs> What were we fucking talking about? Piss bath. Lisa is okay. Well, she she's in a piss bath. She's a, she's, she turns out okay. Meanwhile. She's deeply scarred. Old man Winter has Jason and he gives him a big hug. And he says, please let me finish. That's true. He said that. <laughs> he did say that. That yeah. is a quote. And he hugs him and he catches him on fire and that's the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Lisa yeah, yeah. is still uh, she, around. She, she starts up her research again because she's going to finish. Yeah, she's gonna because she's out. the one who um, does the research in the first place. So if she's still alive. And because Mulder does a monologue about like, maybe he couldn't change the future. But yeah. here's the thing. Old man Winter is an idiot. He did, like, he only had to do one murder. Yeah. And he couldn't even do that one right. So he had to go do a bunch more. Why would you even freeze the person? Why? Like, that's that technology is stupid. Just fucking suffocate them. Then the deed is done. Hit him with a bus. That worked well, out. It, it, yeah, I mean, that, the thing is, that was the thing he was trying to not do, which is the problem. <laughs> hey, this episode was really convoluted. But not in a way that left us, like, wondering. We know. We understand. We it. understand what bad. happened. It was bad. It was bad. Let's rate this fucker. Okay. I rate on a spooky scale. One is I am sleepy. Five is I will never sleep at night. I give this a .023. Cool. I'm going to have a good nap after this. I will never think about it again. In a year, we will forget this episode even existed. Oh, in a day. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it three hours. <laughs> I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one to Excelsis Day. And one means, hey, this is a great, perfect episode. Love it. Uh, and Excelsis Day means this is the worst. Well, that was the worst episode that we've yep, watched. Yeah, that was the worst um, episode. So I'm going to give this a six. Only a six, eh? It was not. It wasn't as bad as the last episode. It was not outwardly offensive. <laughs> That's true. Which I think now is what gets you above a six. 
Sixes are base, new base level. Yeah. Man. Originally, my rage scale was based on the writing. Yeah. It's now based on how offensive it is. So if it's a uh, six or below, no one was offended. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, writing was very bad in this episode, but no, there was not anything outwardly offensive for me to get mad about. Yes. Except for taking a woman's story and saying that yeah. the man was the hero because... Yeah. Actually, you're right. It's a seven. It's a... Thank you. Oh, yeah. Can we, I just want to step back. The reason why... Yes, the reason why he decided he needed to do this was because he said, they were, they, imagine a future with no history. So is everyone just freezing themselves and going back in yeah, time? Yeah, that's what he was implying is that, like, she had created the power to time travel and everyone was just time traveling and that for him was a problem. But, okay... It obviously isn't a problem because the past isn't fucked up. Hey, you know what? I think this is just another example of um, white men's uh, inability to change with the time. Truth. Yeah. He, like, was in the future. People were time traveling. He's like, this isn't what I'm no. used to. You know what happened? What? There was a, a female president. <laughs> and he was like, this cannot be allowed to happen. So he's like, fuck this. I'm going to go back. <laughs> I'm going back to fix this. Fuck you, old man Winter. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a personal Xbox. You have a story for me? Yes, I do. Yay. Come and tell us, dude, about the spooky thing that happened to you. Because we'll never tell you that we don't believe you. Unless we get abducted, we will never leave you. We want to hear about your personal X-File. I tried to look up the best time travel story. Yay. And I think I found it. <laughs> this is a time travel story. Uh, and you'll have to forgive my, he is from another country, a Scandinavian country, it looks like. So names of towns and stuff will be butchered. I will try my best. His name is Hakan Nordqvist. Mm. Um, he claims, Hakan claims he has traveled into the future, met himself as a 70-year-old, and then returned to the present. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. Interesting. Okay, this is his own words, by the way. Oh, my God. It's from a the time traveler from YouTube website <sighs> is the title. Cool. It all And this is from Hakan. This is his own words. It all happened on the afternoon of the 30th of August. It was a beautiful day, and I was on my way home from a job. When I got home, I found water on the kitchen floor. Somehow, there was a leak. I got my tools and opened up the doors to the sink and started to work. When I reached in to examine the pipes, they seemed to be further in than I remember. I had to crawl inside the cabinet, and I did so. I discovered that it just continued. Oh, my God. This is a Narnia situation. <laughs> Textbook Narnia situation. So I kept on crawling further and further into the cabinet. At the end of the tunnel, I saw a light. And when I got there, I realized I was in the future. <laughs> I met myself at 72 years old. The year was 2042. I did a lot of tests on him to see if he was really me. Okay. <laughs> the strange thing is that I've known everything about me. <laughs> Where I hid my secret stuff when I was in the first grade and what the score was in the soccer match uh, in the summer of 88. I knew it all. <laughs> we even had the same tattoo, though his was a little faded. Oh I'm God. not sure what to do, and I promise not to tell anyone. Well, you fucked up. <laughs> you really fucked it up. I made a film with my mobile phone. Unfortunately, the quality is not the best, but that's what I got. Actually, I do not care if people think I'm a liar. I know I'm not. I met myself in the future, and I was fine. That's all I know. That's the best ending sentence that, that there ever could have been. I met myself in the future, and I was fine. So... There's a lot of, um, like, there was a, 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 it looks like, so the blog was at the heart of this campaign. Yeah, when he first came out of the time traveler, pushed his evidence, talked about being approached by movie makers and journalists. Hmm. Mm. Gotta get those residuals. Anyway, we'll post his story, maybe his YouTube website page. Yeah, please. <laughs> and we'll do it. Uh, That's great. So, and I guess there's like a documentary or movie being made or something. I don't know. We'll see. Yep, anyway. we'll see. Hey, guys, be careful when you crawl out into your sinks. Yeah, because you're going to straight up get in a Narnia situation. If I went to the future 2042, like, I wouldn't want to see myself. 
No. Like, that would be the That'd exact be deeply opposite. depressing. <laughs> you have how many cats? I want that to be 100% a surprise <laughs> that I have to deal with in the future. Yeah. I would probably, gosh, what would you do? I would probably go to the closest Babbage's or EB Games and buy all the new Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. There'd be like a hundred of them. I would be like, what cool fucking treats are people eating? Oh, shit. The treat sitch. Yeah, the treat sitch would be off the hook. Do you eat pills now? What are future donuts What if donuts are extinct then? You think there's going to be like foodstuffs that that people just, they, they don't make anymore? Maybe. What's a hamburger like? Do you think we have sex robots? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm checking that situation out. Foch. Everyone is just ejaculating into their sex robots. No one has sex with another human anymore. It's just easier. It's better that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Less messy. They know what you want. You program it. Yeah, man. 2042, sex robots. Coming at you. Hey, I'm going to go crawl under your kitchen sink right now. See if I can get there. No, don't leave me. <laughs> After we finish all the episodes of The X-Files, you can do that. Okay. I promise. Yes. I'll buy you a sex robot. Yes. <laughs> because by the time we're done, it will be 2042. Courtney, we'll buy each other sex robots. Because we'll be rich. Because this <laughs> podcast will make us so rich. Oh, boy. Let's, let's, uh, let's do our predictions. Okay. It's your turn. Good. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Oh, look. I'm on. I'm really excited to see what you predict for this one. <laughs> uh, so this is season four, episode 20. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> The title? Wait. Oh, no. This isn't our 69th episode. No. It's just our... If it was. Mwah, oh, amazing. that would be beautiful. The title? Huh? Small Potatoes. That's what I call my breasts. <laughs> Small Potatoes. I think this is an episode people like. I think people have told me about this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, okay. People like it. It's going to be wacky. Mm. Can you... T- I'm going to guess it is a, a D. Morg. Oh, okay. Darren Morgan. I won't. No, no, no. I'm going to guess that, that it is. Oh, you don't want to give me points for that? Because I'll take. Oh. No, no. Okay. I'll, t- I'll predict. Small potatoes. This is going to be. Oh, God. I hate saying this. An Irish legend. No. <laughs> I'm going low bar. No, you guys. I know. I know. It's going to be about. The little people. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Please. Yup. Allison, I want no, those points. I know. this that, And that sounds like an X-File. This is not... Hey, this is not me being awful to people of no, Irish I, descent. I know that. It's me being... Wanting points. <laughs> and understanding what the people who create the X-Files are up to. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's... uh Oh, it's going to be wacky. It's going to feature Scully, and there's going to be, like, a borrowers. Bor- borrowers? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mulder is cursed. Okay. And things are disappearing, and he's, like, he's hurt, he, he's hurting himself, or and things are moving around, and it's these little people. It's the small potatoes. Okay. Small potato people. And it's because he, Mulder, okay, let me set the scene. Okay. It's an old Irish Catholic church mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Father Patrick. Okay. And there was a crime scene. Mm-hmm. And Mulder takes something. Ooh. Because you know him in the evidence. He's got sticky fingers. He takes it. This is a medallion. And the little people, leprechaun people, need this medallion. Mm-hmm. So Mulder is cursed. Bad things happen to him more and more. Like, it starts out with things missing. Uh, and then it gets worse and worse, and then he gets starting to get hurt. Okay. So okay. Scully has to swallow her disbelief and and help out Mulder. So essentially, the plot of the Leprechaun movies. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'm going to give you half a point huh? for uh, Irish folktale. Okay. And half a point for Mulder is cursed. Yes. Oh, I hope that's it. <laughs> okay. Cool. What can we tell the space cadets? What can we tell the space cadets? We can tell the space cadets, uh, our lovely, wonderful space cadets, mm-hmm. that you can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. Double if you spelt out. have any stories that you want to 
tell to us or yeah. secrets that you want to just whisper into your Ooh, browser i don't want send our hey, way i don't want their secrets i don't i don't have time for that <laughs> <laughs> only cool secrets uh, double x file like your own personal x files yeah your own personal X-Files. about yeah. your something that happened to you or a friend or your own town uh-huh um and uh you can uh find us on twitter and instagram and facebook at double x files mm-hmm. where we post all sorts of stuff and um you can also find us on tumblr at fuck yeah double x and buy our merch at the thunderquack red bubble yeah we got some good stuff up there I've been told someone has her t-shirt Ooh. out there in the universe. Someone out there is wetter and wilder and meaner and gayer. Hells yes. <laughs> Other than us. Other than us. Uh-huh. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Tell a friend. Yeah. Hey, tell a friend, please. What? Hey, you know what you could do? What? You could go back in time. Oh. And tell someone about the double X files and the whole concept of the double X files. Mm-hmm. You could tell... Ira Glass. Ooh. So the Double X Files is done by Ira Glass. <laughs> and not us. And not us. Phew. The N- that's NPR's problem now. <laughs> that's a weight off our minds, honestly. Done. That's what you need to do for us. Please, <laughs> Please save us. Rid us from this curse. Give it to Ira Glass. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, oh, and boy. if you like this this show that we do. Still, until someone goes back in time. And tells Ira Glass and, and curses him. Then, uh, then we would actually really love it if you would uh, leave us a rating and review us on iTunes. It really helps us out yeah, a lot. Yeah, people have been doing that and it really does help us and it helps other people find us. Yeah, and we want to we wanna find them too, so. We want to find them too. That's, ooh. Ooh. Huh? Oh, we got to find those listeners. Okay, let's go. I, we got dim sum waiting for us. Okay. Until next time, the, the truth, truth is out there. there.